this is Dr. Nick Tiller, and you're listening to the Skeptic's Guide to Sports Science podcast. What follows is an audio recording of my column, published in Skeptical Inquirer, the magazine for science and reason. For more information, visit www.skepticalinquirer.org. As with all articles in this series, a full list of references and a link to the written piece can be found in the show notes. Episode 11, Kinesio Tape, A Magnificent Marketing Machine. The luminous greens, oranges and blues immediately draw the eye, particularly when tracing the contours of athletic shoulders and thighs. Of course, that's the point, to be conspicuous and identifiable wherever it's used. And it's used with increasing regularity. In fact, there isn't a single sporting event in the past 10 years in which K-Tape hasn't decorated the body parts of at least a handful of runners, jumpers and throwers. Using tape to stabilise injured joints is a therapy that's decades old, but the contemporary brands, of which there are several, claim benefits above and beyond the traditional product. Kinesiology tape, also known as Kinesio tape, KT tape or just K-Tape, is made from 100% cotton fibre and, quote, specialised elastic cores, end quote, that stretch in length but not width, allowing it to move and flex with muscles and joints. Commercial claims for K-Tape are broad and wide-reaching. It's used to treat injured shoulders, backs, knees and ankles, to stabilise the muscles, enhance muscle activation and provide an awareness of muscle engagement or proprioception. Other vendors claim K-Tape can relieve pain, swelling and inflammation by, quote, lifting the epidermis of the skin to promote blood flow and lymph flow, effectively making incremental changes to fascia over time, end quote. But these mechanisms are an attempt to blind with science, to overwhelm the consumer with technical details and jargon, to deliberately bemuse or mislead, and have never been observed empirically. Yet it isn't just athletes and coaches who fall for the fallacy. There is a general perception among professionals that K-Tape has beneficial effects. In a survey of over 1,000 athletic trainers and physical therapists, 74% believed that K-Tape was effective in injury management, 67% believed K-Tape was effective in pain management, and most believed K-Tape stimulated skin receptors and improved local circulation. As always, the pertinent question is, do the published data tell a similar story? Or has K-Tape, like so many other health and exercise-related products, subverted critical thinking filters around the world? According to science, there is extensive literature on K-Tape. Despite a sprinkling of positive studies showing a small benefit on ankle proprioception and stability, the data are overwhelmingly insignificant. A keyword search on PubMed, a popular online search tool for the life sciences and biomedical research, returned 15 review articles and or meta-analyses authored by various groups and institutions. 
These articles have summarized the effects of K-tape on injury management, rehabilitation and exercise performance. I encourage you to study their methods and results independently, but here are the cliff notes, organized by body part. The shoulder. A systematic review and meta-analysis of 12 studies, totaling 555 participants, found that K-tape was no better than sham taping or placebo for treating shoulder pain or disability. The review also showed that K-tape was only effective at reducing shoulder pain when combined with exercise, indicating no use as a standalone therapy. A more recent review of 10 studies, this time focusing on shoulder impingement, made similar findings. The review concluded that K-tape was no better at resolving pain or improving function when compared to most other interventions, such as physical therapy or anti-inflammatory medication. The lower back. Chronic lower back pain is a common issue causing enormous social and economic burden. A 2016 review of five randomized controlled trials found that K-tape as a standalone treatment or in conjunction with another was no more effective than conventional physical therapy and or exercise for improving low back pain and disability. The review also found insufficient evidence that K-tape was better than placebo for improving pain and disability and only limited evidence that it was superior to placebo for improving range of motion. The knee. Just three relevant studies were included in a review of K-tape and knee pain that found no advantage of K-tape over manual therapy, conventional physiotherapy or placebo. In addition, when K-tape outperformed such interventions, the effects were small and unlikely to be clinically significant and or the trials were of low quality. A second review focusing exclusively on knee pain in patients with osteoarthritis found that while taping didn't evoke strong adverse outcomes, the clinical effect was slight and there was, quote, no strong evidence regarding the use of elastic taping for pain improvement in patients, end quote. The ankle. A large meta-analysis totaling 84 studies, that's over 2,500 participants, explored the effectiveness of K-tape in preventing ankle injury. It found the intervention to be generally ineffective at improving balance, jumping performance, range of motion, proprioception or muscle activity in either healthy people, older people or people with chronic ankle instability. The review concluded that, quote, current evidence does not support or encourage the use of kinesiotaping applied to the ankle for improvements in functional performance regardless of the population, end quote. A string of other systematic reviews and meta-analyses have also made null findings, citing the following conclusions. A lack of compelling evidence to support the use of K-tape to enhance sports performance abilities. Little quality evidence to support the use of K-tape over other types of elastic taping in the management or prevention of sports injuries. No firm evidence-based conclusion on the effectiveness of K-tape on the majority of movement disorders within a wide range of pathologic disabilities, and finally, insufficient evidence to support the use of K-tape following musculoskeletal injury, although a perceived benefit cannot be discounted. Why so popular? 
If the evidence is overwhelmingly unconvincing, to adopt a generous turn of phrase, we are once again left questioning how an exercise-related product has transcended the boundaries of basic science to become so ubiquitous. And, once again, the answer lies in the way it's marketed to exploit inherent flaws in human reasoning. K-Tape was developed in the 1970s by chiropractor Kenzo Casey, and gained early visibility through sponsorship deals with well-known athletes. But it wasn't until 2008 that the brand really came to prominence. In a stroke of marketing brilliance, more than 50,000 rolls of tape were donated to athletes and sports teams in 58 countries, including the United States, immediately prior to the Beijing Olympic Games. The eye-catching colours were subsequently seen on high-profile athletes across numerous televised sports, particularly track and field and beach volleyball. K-tape vendors successfully exploited an ingrained bias called the exposure effect or the familiarity effect, a psychological phenomenon whereby people develop a preference for things with which they are familiar. This helps generate revenue on the basis that brand awareness increases brand equity. Exploiting flaws in human cognition to sell product is nothing new. Unfortunately, the popularity of K-Tape has been facilitated by a health and wellness space that allows marketing to take precedence over scientific evidence. Conclusions When the omnipresence of K-Tape in health and fitness is contrasted against the evidence for its benefit, The disparity is among the largest I've seen for any intervention, second only to chiropractic and homeopathy. Exactly how long this practice will endure, despite the damning evidence, remains to be seen, although if other pseudoscientific practices serve as an indication, K-tape may be with us indefinitely. Notwithstanding, there is likely to be a potent placebo effect that some proponents will use to justify its continued use in the clinic. In fact, around 40% of athletic trainers and physiotherapists are already cognizant that K-Tape works only via placebo. They use it anyway, hence the brand's estimated value of around $300 million. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this article, check out my book, The Skeptic's Guide to Sports Science, Confronting Myths of the Health and Fitness Industry, published by Taylor & Francis. For more information on this and my other work, visit www.nbtiller.com.